Podcast. This is episode 39. Mav, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? Oh, I am fantastic. I think last week we didn't really um, talk about what we'd been up to, so... Um, yeah, what, 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 you know, between the month that we had off, what, what have you been doing? What's been filling your time? Um, I've been trying to, like, cook a, a bit more, because... Um, I've been like trying to like set myself to a bit of a budget at the moment because I said last week about how I've not been spending as much on like stupid things. Yeah. So I've like so I've been like going out for less meals and just trying to like do yeah. more things. So like last night I did a halloumi burger with Emily. It was good. Are you trying to be vegan? No, no. Well, I couldn't have halloumi then, could I? Is halloumi not vegan? No, it's, it's dairy, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Is it? It's maybe so. It maybe some kind of animal's milk, surely. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever halloumi. Oh no! Well, I was gonna. We were gonna do burgers anyway, and she was like, "Do I do halloumi burgers?" And I, I was like, "No, no beef." You know what I'm like with beef, lad. Yeah, you love a bit of beef, don't you? Remember you remember last week's episode? Oh, I remember last week's episode, lad. Remember it like it was yesterday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, mate, I remember it like it was about half an hour ago. But. Um, yeah, man, we're gonna have beef and shit. So we didn't have beef. Honestly, we had jalapenos, halloumi, relish. It was really, really good. I, mm. I'm a bit. I'm, My halloumi was is Emily vegetarian. No, it? no. But it, it just seems just, a random one. Just though. something different, and it worked really well. It re- worked really well as a burger. Honestly, it was great. Um, so I've been doing that. I joined a gym as well last week. Ooh. Because, <laughs> well, to give you a bit of a short. St- long story short, put on a bit of timber over Christmas. Did you? Yeah, not not you know nothing like I'm you know I can't fit into my clothes anymore, but just like where you start noticing a, a little bit. So I thought, do you know what? I, I'm on an early shift in work. I'm out of work by about four o'clock. There's a gym outside of a bus stop. Have you seen them? They're called like Easy Gym. It's like part of EasyJet. How much is it a month? It's Fifteen, fifteen quid. And how much was the sign up fee? Nothing. That's the thing. All right. No, oh, no joining yeah. fee. So you get That's you good. get people in straight away, don't you? Um, so yeah and it's right outside of a bus stop so there's no excuse not for me to go in at least if I did half an hour you know up to an hour no longer than that I can just go in do a little bit of a workout and then just jump on the bus home and I'm still home for a decent time and it's been working so far but I went on Tuesday night did like um, an hour on the bike just trying to get my stamina back that was fine Uh, next day did like another like 20 25 30 minutes on the bike and then did like some weights Thursday. What weights did you do? Just, just like your arm kills, lad. Yeah, just like for the tri, just <laughs> triceps, like arm kill triceps, that kind of thing. Did like, yeah. did like, uh, just a few like chest, like a lot of like chest exercises. Um, yeah. And Thursday, I went again on Thursday. Bad mistake. Really? I, Too many times at once. I was, I was battered. Like my legs wouldn't, my legs stiffened up on the bike. And then, and then I was just, and then the, I woke up on Friday, and like all my upper body, like around, like all the muscles around, like my chest, are really sore. They're still sore now. Um, Is it the sort of gym where you can watch daytime television? No, there's you? no TVs. No TVs. So I just have like my over ear headphones on and just have it on Bluetooth. Yeah. Is it a busy gym? Yeah, but there's so much equipment. It's not. That makes sense. Okay. Is it like a dicks out changing room or not? Um, I've I'm not seen any dicks yet. No. No, they've been covered in towels. You're about to see your own though if you keep going to the gym. Yeah. Has <laughs> uh, it got that bad? No, lad. I'm not. I can't, it hasn't got to the point where I can't see my own. Lad, I'm not. 
I'm, 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 not, I'm not put on like 50 pounds. Triggered. <laughs> no, but it's... Uh... Have you ever a bit of point? Because you were... You know, we both agreed in the past you were a fat fucker. I was, you. I was not that. I was, I could, I could always see my cock though. Could you? Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Could you? Could, were ne- you ever at a point where you couldn't see? Your it cock? was never that bad. Was it not? No. Yeah. There was. I watched an embarrassing bodies uh, just last week. Oh great! Yeah. Cheers, cheers lads. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching embarrassing okay, bodies no. last week, and um, the it was just the housemates watching right shit. But they had embarrassing bodies, and I just finished my tea. And they had this one bloke in who lost loads of weight, but all his excess skin was there, still on his stomach, and it was covering his penis. And in on this program, if if you've never seen it, they do just show you everything. It's fucking disgusting. But they basically lifted up this guy's fat rolls, and his little bell were there, and his his bell end was like bright blue. He looked like he was actually suffocating. But anyway, later on in the episode, he had the surgery, and they got rid of his excess skin. He came back, and he's. I was like, why are you doing this? They got his cock out again on telly. It was just fucking disgusting. At what point in your life do you think it's good to go on TV and get your fucking knob out for primetime television? They probably paid him a bit, surely. I don't think they do. I don't think they do. Maybe they push them up the waiting list they for have, uh, They always have, like, when they do the embarrassing bodies, they're always in one city and they'll have, like, a mobile, like, ban and, like, people come in yeah. with their ailments. Yeah. And, um... Uh, you get some like you get, and they always go to student areas because students are always willing. They, they obviously say to them, "Oh, here's fifty quid. You go on TV, show us something embarrassing." I don't think they get paid. I don't. There's no way a student going on doing it hmm. with something really bad. But, but it's never good-looking people on it. That's quite pervy to say, but it's always like the fucking dregs of society. I know. I know. Straight out, of, straight out of Greg's and straight into the embarrassing bodies. Trip. I never had. I never had excess skin. If that's what you're trying to say. No, I'm not. Not what I'm trying to say. But, yeah. So, yeah what, was... what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Um, well, I started dry January. Um, You're drinking uh, a beer now? No, no, I am, lad. But it's February, so what's the problem with that? Oh, yeah, it's true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little inside joke there, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna have to tell them. <laughs> Do you know what it is as well? It it wouldn't it wouldn't even have worked on last week's episode because that'll be coming out on the first as well. Yeah, but it would have been recorded during January. Yeah, that's true. All right, because so, Mav's so, busy next Sunday. Basically, no, we can't just cackle for thirty seconds for no reason and not tell them why. We're on this together, lad. We just did two episodes in a row. So you guaranteed two weeks in a row podcast because Mav's busy next Sunday. That's it. Sorry, it's not a crime. But I'm, just, I'm not busy. Just... Ne- I'm not busy next Sunday. Why do you say that? No, it just looks like we're lazy cunt making two podcasts in one <laughs> night, so we don't have to do it. Yeah, no, time. I'm really, really busy next Sunday. Yeah. 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 All right. Cool. February is great. Well, so, Feb- so February is great so far, though. What do you reckon? February is brilliant so far. Feb- February, yeah. We're oh. we're in the future, guys, and the future's bright. Do you know what? Uh, when we were posted, something horrible probably happened. Like, <laughs> it's like, like nuclear wars kicked out, and we're like la 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 February. Yeah, yeah. So go on. You you just started dry January. Start dry January, and then um, I met a girl on the internet. Mm-hmm. As which will go into today's subject, won't it? It will. It will. Yeah. Today's um, today's subject is uh, love, and Adam is going to kick us off by telling us he met some girl. Yeah, sure. All right, it leads us in there. Love's a strong word, but um. 
Yeah, so I met a girl on Tinder. Um, if you're a listener of the podcast, you know I've been dating people for nine months. Would you say, mate? You and you, I, you've been on Tinder so long. You're now in the. You're now written in as part of the credits for the code. <laughs> now I've deleted it. Now it's done. Oh. Um, probably till like mid February. Uh, we'll see. But um, yeah, so I met a girl on Tinder. And she was just like, "Do you want to go for a drink?" And this was like two weeks into January. Um, yeah. And I just thought, what am I going to do if I don't go out drinking with a random stranger? Yeah. So, yeah, I gave up. Great. Yeah, so... that Yeah, that was it. But, yeah, let's talk about love. <laughs> let's talk about sex, baby. Um, I just think, um, and I don't like it, so this is the first time I've ever used um, all the dating apps. And it just feels like, for a couple of reasons, firstly, because of the current feminist movement is I don't feel comfortable talking to random girls anymore because every time you read something in the news it's about a guy touching a girl's knee and then he's getting his job taken off him or um, little things I just I just fear on the flip to side people. though on the flip side a lot of guys as we've seen in the in the media I've got away of shit for a long time that they thought was acceptable that actually wasn't but on the flip side of that, normal every everyday guys, you've just had five hundred uh, plus cases in the UK that have just been overturned or are being looked at because the Crown Prosecution Service have been holding back evidence. The the thing, the whole situation is just bonkers. I don't want to go down that route. Maybe one for let's talk, let's talk about let's talk about love. Let's talk about love. But anyway, I'm, what I'm saying is because of that side of it. It's just a lot more difficult to talk to women, in my opinion. Uh, so we rely on the apps because that's where everyone's there. Everyone's there to find love or get a shag, let's be honest. That's that's what they're, they're there for. This is the first time in my life I've ever had to use the apps because, I don't know, living in London just seems like the right thing to do. So I had three apps. I had Bumble. Bumble's one where you match with girls, but they have to speak to you first, your matches. Okay, interesting. Tinder, El Clasico, the Tinder. And OKCupid. Okay OKCupid okay was great, right? Because I'm, I will openly admit, I am, I don't think I'm ugly, but I am not photogenic at all. I look like a fucking sack of shit in every photo I ever take. This is it's, genuine. Yeah, but usually, though, every photo you've ever taken, you're pissed. No, yeah, okay, that's... No, that, that, that's not just you. That's uh, You ever look back at, like, photos that you try and put on these sites, you're like, shit, it's all me on a night out and I'm pissed. Well, you know... Depends who you're looking for. If you're looking for a quiet woman who is a scientist or something, then yeah, you're not gonna find her with them pictures. But if you're someone who likes being out all the time and there your pictures, then you know someone's gonna be attracted to that. Yeah. So I was on them three apps. Um, it just gets so depressed, and I must have been on I don't know many dates, right? And it just it just feels systematic now. It feels like have you seen the new series of Black Mirror? Oh, mate, we need to talk about that series of Black Mirror. My God. All right, we'll bring it up in the TV section, but there's one episode that talks that is basically... Oh, the best episode as well. In my opinion, yeah. So oh. it's just like they're going to this... Virtu- you don't realise what's going... Uh, should we really... No, 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 no don't, anyway, don't, don't spoil it, don't spoil it. Just just talk about the actual like premise of the episode. Don't talk about it. The premise like, the of the episode is finding the one, yeah. and this new style of dating is that you get assigned to someone... And you both have this clock, and as soon as you meet this person, you press the clock, and then it tells you how long you have to spend with this person. And you live on the, like this this fucking farm, this sanctuary thing where you've got your own house, and you just live together. Um, really, just whittling out different people to find the one. 
that's the way it's going to fucking go. No, no one seems to meet in person anymore. Mav, you met your girlfriend now. You've been with, what, two years now? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we, we met each other about two years ago. I mean, that was through a mutual friend. Okay, fine. But with me, I've just found it very difficult in London to... I think, okay, I mean, only like going back from my experiences when I was on Tinder would be... Tinder, I think, started out with great intentions. Um, it was just a bit... It was, like, brand new, revolutionary. It was about swiping. Swiping just girls and girls swiping lads and just trying to talk to people. And it was it was all good, the best intentions, I'd say, on Tinder starting off. It was about, like, meeting people and going on dates. I think it's... it's it, Because it's become so popular, it's become so mainstream, it's now funny to be a hilarious guy on Tinder where you've got something funny to say and a girl will be like... Make me laugh, you know. That kind of- you, gen- you genuinely, yeah, you get a feel for it. You- when I first started, I was like, "Are you doing your right?" And I just didn't get anywhere. Yeah, interesting. Now they expect, they expect a show. They expect a, a fucking. They expect to know everything about you in the first fucking three messages you type, and it's so difficult. You could tell everyone they want to hear, and they'd still all of a sudden just unlike you or not meet you. Well, I think Tinder's helped the other dating sites that started. No, I mean, Tinder were the first ones to be like, yes, no, yes, no, that kind of thing. But I think because Tinder's become kind of like a shagging app, it's it's helped the likes of like Match.com because they're now like a, a proper serious dating site and people are actually using them because they got, they're not getting anywhere with Tinder. I can't remember if it's Match.com or eHarmony.com, but they've just had to change all of the marketing strategy because their slogan was... Um... You've tried fate, now give science a chance. And they basically said that you fill out this massive questionnaire and through the power of science, they will match you with people that you will actually get on with. There's loads of adverts for Match.com. But they've, they've the, the watchdog yeah. advertising yeah. commission or whatever they are, I've just told them to stop it all because they did some tests and actually it's a load of horseshit. Yeah. Um, cause I, 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 well, what I mean th- is... Okay, on that premise, is like... Algorithm aside... They do essentially, they, they pair you with people, though, that you will go on a date with. Two people who are serious, who are paid a fee to be part of the service, and there's a lot more chance that you'll get a consistent date with someone every week through Match.com. Yeah, but would you, I, I, you know, would you want to date someone who's exactly like you in every way and does like the same thing? No, because every you know, the relationship I'm in now, it's like we, we're completely different people. It's what makes it the best, you know? Ex- exactly. So that's my thing. Match.com's never going to give you that. It's just going to say that you both like pizza and binging on but, box sets. But it's still going to put you with someone where, like, some some people, okay, like one of my friends right now, he's having a bit of a tough time. He has for about four years now. But he, he's, he just cannot, like... With dating. Yeah, he just cannot find someone that he likes that likes him. Or, like, it always it seems to fizzle out. They're not interested or he's not interested. And that that's all from Tinder. And he just, he, he would need that consistency of saying, listen, I've got a date every week. He needs that. He just needs to meet that person every week to know. I, he cannot do it. He can't do it through Tinder. No, I've got a lot of these d- Tinder dates, and it just—it's the same. But you know, I'm not one for boring fucking conversation. But it is the same. I used to call it a backpacker talk. Is when you get to a hostel, and every single hostel. Bear in mind, you change hostels maybe every three days. You've got to repeat your story oh, all the where time. Where are you from? Yeah. 
how long have you been travelling for? Um, where are you going to next? Where have you just been? I just got sick of it, lad. I genuinely just... I, I, it, was, it was backpacker Tourette's. It's all you could ever say to people. It did me nothing. And Tinder's exactly the same on dates out. Yeah. So, it, unless you click with have someone you, different. I remember... Um, this was not Tinder related. I remember like going on a couple of dates with a girl and you'd have like three dates and you'd just be chatting about each other's lives, learning learning stuff about them. And then you'd be learning stuff about, you know, they'd be learning stuff about you. And then for some reason or other, it's just not working out. And you're like, God, I've got to go through all that again with someone else. Yeah. It, it, and it's, but know, it's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's nothing. You can't avoid it. It's not like you can't have like, maybe one day we'll have a computer chip in our heart where a girl walks over and I, <laughs> a, hang on hang it's on like, what? it's like black mirror stuff this you have like a computer chip a computer chip in your heart yeah right? and a girl will walk over if she likes you and scan scan it with her phone and it'll come up with like your you know top five favourite crisps <laughs> and she'd be like this guy this guy likes beef I, I'm not interested Ugh. I'm not interested he like, yeah, what? Exactly. He like he, beef monster munch is number five yeah and then she, she'd walk away that. and it would save us a lot of bother yeah, it would, it, and and I think that's it. I think in a in a day and age we live in now, where we want everything quickly, we want food quick, we want promotions quickly, we want things to happen right now. We we don't want to. We can't even wait for the next episode of a TV series anymore. It's all there for us, and right there and then. It, so people want that. We love. I find that people don't want to get to know each other anymore. It's just straight away rush into it. It's a, it's an interesting you're subject. Not, you're you're an anomaly, but I I just feel with people that I've dated from from the apps. So it just feels like that. I just, I don't know. Yeah, man, I'm dead. Because it is exhausting. You might see someone for a few weeks going well and then it fucks up and you're just like, God, I have to start again. There's nothing more depressing yeah. than re-downloading Tinder. I fucking promise you. I mean, I, I think, I mean, I don't know if you know this. It's just the, the, the landscape for dating and meeting people has changed so much since, I mean, how did your parents meet, if you don't mind telling the listeners? Not at all. Um, they did uh, jujitsu. And my dad was the uh, the head of the class. and mum was one of his students. Wow! Yeah, that's a good one, isn't it? That's great. My um... so that'd be that'd be the nice premise, like a romantic comedy. Romantic comedies in the future, a load of shit. How about your parents? Uh, do you, we used to go to Bumper when we were at uni, didn't we? Yeah. It used to be a bar. Bumper's it, a, a nightclub. It's gone now. Um, and then it changed. Good. It changed its name to Legion, and that's gone as well. Le- good. Legion. Legion. <laughs> what the fuck? I know. Um, it used to be called Plumbers back in the day, and uh, my dad, right. my dad moved to Liverpool, and he met my mum there, and that was because people used to go and talk to each other. Yeah, and yeah, that's what it was. People, that's why people did it. People now, still and do just... it, but then it is a lot more pressure now talking to someone on a night out. I think so. I, th- I do. I, I do agree. I, I we can't we can't truly know how it was back in the what. 70s when they met no we can't 60s I mean, you can't it could know, have been some but... other kind of social social situation that stopped people doing whatever I mean it, this is just one thing that you know that society today is experiencing um, but I would say that it's such a broad subject that we can't even possibly like even properly discuss it on a, on a show that is 40 minutes long no especially when we've got to fit in top 5 chocolate bars and the movie of the week and the fact as well <laughs> But what are your thoughts on modern dating, guys? Are you single? I saw a guy tweet out the other day, just a random guy that we follow. Fuck knows who he is. But he was just like, man, I am so glad I have a wife. I would hate to be dating in 2018. I responded. I said, mate, nailed it. It's fucking bullshit. So there you go. Love is bullshit.
Mavs Rank Tank. This week's subject is chocolate bars. Chocolate bars. All right, number five, Mav. Oh. Your five favorite chocolate bars of all time. Oh. Number five. Don't tell me it's beef chocolate, because I'll fucking do you. It's not. It's not beef. <clears throat> uh, that would be great, though. Number five is Galaxy Caramel. Okay. You know, it's a staple, it's been around forever. Nothing out of the ordinary. Fine. What's um, yours? I'm I'm less I'm a lot less enthusiastic about chocolate than I was I of can tell. um Yeah. I'm just not a big chocolate I mean what do you prefer? Do you prefer chocolate or crisps? Crisps. Mm, me too. But we'll, we'll struggle through this list and <laughs> try and get a few anecdotes in there if we can. <laughs> Excuse me, I just choked. Oh, you got okay. Wait, sorry, I was about to talk about Galaxy Caramel. Um, what are you going for your five? Crunchy. Oh, okay. Crunchies are good. Crunchies are good. Yeah. Um, mm. I was being that always reminds me of Crunchies is that they used to that the Friday feeling. Do you remember that? The advert with the roller coaster and yeah, and they used to always sponsor like Coronation Street. It's so exciting. Yeah, yeah. Remember that? And I just can't find it. Is that what the song? Yeah. I just can't. I just can't. Isn't it just? I just can't hide it. And I just can't hide it. Yeah, I think so. Get that Friday feeling with a crunchy and watching Coronation Street. You badass. Crunch, crunchies are good. Crunchies are unique. I might put that on a future Tinder profile. I like crunchies and Coronation Street. See how far and so I get yeah, that. Would you like to be my Friday feeling? <laughs> hey, way. In number four, um, I'm gonna go. I was just looking. What I like um, is is just so anything with a bit of mint in oh, it. Oh yeah. So my number four is After Eights. It's not really a bar, but oh, it's chocolate. After Eights are really really good. I thought you were gonna go Aero Aero Mint. Well, it might come in the list. Later okay, on. he likes Aeros. Um, after <laughs> I got I got loads of After Eight at Christmas, and they are yeah they're great. And you, but for me, again, with a lot of chocolate, just a bit sickly. I just find it a bit they sickly. They are a bit sickly, and also I prefer to eat them before eight as well. But um, you're number four, lad. My number four is, do you remember Milky Way Crispy Rolls? That is a shout, lad. That was... Because I think that, yeah, you just have, have to have a bit of crunch yeah. in it, don't you? And that, yeah, they were good. They were good. Like the, the, You had your wafer with a little, like, what was in the middle, like white chocolate in the yeah. middle, and then a... Covered in right, yeah. No, that's that's a good. I didn't think of them. Good shout, lad. Milky, yeah, fair. Standard Milky Ways are pretty good as well, but they, they didn't make the no, list. No, no. Uh, number three, lad. Number three for me is uh, Lind Lind. You know Lindor Lind, the, the Belgian yeah. chocolate. They do an orange chocolate bar. And it's it's the best. I used to think Terry's chocolate orange was the best orange chocolate, but this okay. is. I got so it for you... Christmas, and it, well, I didn't get just get one bar, but yeah. Fantastic. I think they should do a selection box of crisps for Christmas, not they chocolate. Should. Like multi big bags, share bags. Just like six like niche crisps that you'd like a Walker selection box like Brannigans. Brannigans in there. Brannigans. Well yeah. Well. No, we're good. Maybe that's it. Maybe that could be our, our, our idea. Number three. If only you worked for Kellogg's and we could pitch it to them. They wouldn't listen, trust me. Yeah, they're one of them. They don't really listen to out, out, outside ideas. It all has to be internal. Very um, internal. So I went, I, went with, um, I went with Crispy Rolls. What's your number three? That was your number four. Oh, was that my number four? Uh, 
No, that was your Sorry, number five. Sorry, I went with Lint Lin, Lin for my number three. What's yours? That was number four. No, it wasn't. That, that was number four. It wasn't. Gal- um, you, went, Chris, Chris, you went crispy roll. Oh, Gallic, yeah, my bad. Crispy my rolls bad. then. So I've gone crunchy after eight. Then I'm going to go Maltesers. Ooh, okay. They're good. They are. Um, But I, again, a lot of chocolate's not... I wouldn't... I, I guess I just like crunch, I guess. There's a nice crunch to that one as well. I, I couldn't crisps. I could fucking eat crisps until I drop dead. But chocolate, I just feel sickly after maybe half a bar. So not a chocoholic. Okay. Not a chocoholic. Uh, number two is I've gone with. Now this is a bit of a luxury treat. This is if I've had a a bad Wednesday. I just want to come back, have a bath. You know, put put a nice rom com on. Is a Kinder Bueno. Ah, oh, do you know what? You know, a little bit of luxury. Kinder Bueno is my number two as well. Yeah. Is it? The white chocolate one. Have you yeah. had the white chocolate one? Yeah, yeah. I do prefer white chocolate, actually. And um, white chocolate doesn't have any cocoa in it either. Did you know that? I didn't know that. How does that affect me? It doesn't. It's just interesting. Was that the fact of the no, week? No, unfortunately not. Like, fuck for that. Yeah, Kinder yeah, Bueno. Yeah, Kinder Bueno. They're, they're kind of, um, they're good. They're really good. They're Italian. And they're good. They're a touch on the, the luxurious side. Yeah, but they? they fall under the same kind of price category as most other chocolate bars. They do. Like one yeah, one right. one big thing in the UK is that companies are making chocolate bars smaller and more expensive. Well, that's fucking it everything seems to these be days. The isn't way it? of the world at the moment. Just trying to penny yeah. penny pinching at every opportunity. Just trying to keep the profits at the same levels yeah. and people are still buying it. People are still buying it, you know. It was like Jamie Oliver's thing on the sugar tax where you now have to pay considerably more for a can of Coke or whatever, like 20p more for a can of Coke. It's not going to stop people. No. If you drink Coke, you're going to still buy and Coke. Coca-Cola is still going to do the offers where it's like six for two pounds as well. Exactly. They will take the hit. Yeah. There's no nothing you can do to a, like, like, is it, a staple is of the Because other companies have had to change the ingredients to get lower sugar in there because they can't take the hit. Like Iron Brew, Iron Brew. Yeah, that's a big deal. They've lowered the sugar in Iron Brew, and people have had to stock up on it. People were mass buying all the old recipe, weren't they? Yeah, it's just daft, isn't it? People will pay more, like they will. Um, if you like something like that, that's to be honest, relatively inexpensive. And if you're adding five, ten percent on, you're not gonna, you're not gonna not buy it, are no, you? No, no, you're not. No. Um, what is your number one? Well, I did mention it earlier, and I do enjoy a bit of mint. Uh, it's Aero Mint. Aero Mint. If I if I if I, if I was on there and I some chocolate, I'd get that. Uh, no, because I, I just felt like Aero was the uh, the you know the benchmark. I remember they, anything yeah. else felt I remember short. they took away Whispers for a while, and then there was a big massive public outcry, and they finally came back, and then they had Whisper Caramel. I don't think Whisper Mint ever came back. Mm. No, fair. But yeah, they're there. Yeah. Now, How about you? Top top chocolate bar ever. When I go to the supermarket nowadays, I don't really buy chocolate. Um, I love the only chocolate I kind of eat on a regular basis is Hotel Chocolat. Have you been to Hotel Chocolat? I took you in yeah. there when I came down to London. Great, lovely chocolate, British chocolate, awesome. Is that the one where I sat outside? Yeah, and vaped. Um, <laughs> but the only chocolate bar I ever buy if I'm in a supermarket because it's my favorite chocolate bar of all time. It's the greatest chocolate bar of all time. And that is the Star Bar. Star Bar? Cadbury's Cadbury Star Bar. Cadbury's Star Bar? Never Best heard of that. Best chocolate bar. What era was that's that right lad? now. You never see it being advertised. 
Stop. Cadbury's don't advertise it, but it, you know you're going to a good news agent if you can see if you can see a star bar sitting on the shelf proudly, rocking its yellow packaging. I'm just googling it it's, now. It's never seen it before. Is it caramel? It's it's got like, you know, nugget in it as well. Nougat, nougat. Fantastic. On their website, they call it a delicious Cadbury milk chocolate surrounded by chewy. Cosmos, a chewy cosmos, fucking the fuck writes this shit up. A chewy cosmos of uh, golden caramel and a blast of peanut that's out of this world. Fucking hell. It's a mouthful. Starbucks. I mean, there's a lot of people who'll be very angry that we haven't got a boost in our list. Not a big fan of boost. Does that have nuts in it? I don't know. I'm not a fan. I don't think so. They did have like a. They had like a weird kind of like caffeine. It's like a caffeine one, isn't it? It's got quite a bit of caffeine in it. Boosts. Yeah, no, but and, uh, did it actually? No, yeah, yeah, and there's a, there was another one as well, which is quite good. Nestle did it. Was just called. It was like a very simple packaging. Oh, what's that called? Ah, oh, forget it. But yeah, Starbar. Starbar. There we go. Very good. That was uh, Mav's rank tank. Excellent. Now Mav's join us again for um, what? What's the topic next week? Oh, I don't know. I'll have to I'll have to go back into production for that one, lad. Top ten, sorry, top five, I don't know. We'll think about it, we'll think about it. Up next, Marv's Fact of the Week. Come on, lad, blow our socks off. Okay, so, did you know that despite spending half his career in the saddle, Clint Eastwood is allergic to horses? Is he? I find that hard to believe. What's your source? The source is The Independent, um, Eastwood at 80. Go ahead, make his birthday. 80 things you may not know about the about the Hollywood legend Clint Eastwood. What was number one? His middle name is Elias. Clint Elias Eastwood. Is it Eastwood or West Eastwood? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there um, you go. He should be called Clint Jr. as he's named after his steelworker dad. He was drafted into the army at 20. He managed to spend the Korean War poolside as an army swimming instructor. What a lie. <laughs> really? And he became like one of the biggest yeah. action heroes yeah. ever. Clint, Clint claims to have never sworn in front of a woman. Really? And then number six is, despite spending half his career in the saddle, he's allergic to horses. Also, he's directed 32 films. That's more than Spielberg or George Lucas. Fucking hell. The story career of Clint Eastwood. I do like him. I do like him. I've not seen a lot yeah. of his films. My dad was a huge, or is a, he's not dead. Do you know what? He's a huge this Clint ar- Eastwood fan. This article is eight years old, so he's 88 now. Fucking hell, 88. Wow. Happy birthday. Yeah, didn't, he have, didn't he have that film where he was like a, an angry like guy on his porch? Yeah, that must have been 10, 12 years ago, that. Get off my lawn. Yeah, he was like some racist veteran, old. wasn't he? Yeah. Great film. What was that called? No Country for No. Uh, Gran well, Torino. Oh, it was... A, Gran Torino, yeah. Go and watch Gran Torino. It's very good. And then that, that was in 2008. He was 78 when he did that one. Okay, now. Fair play. Go and watch that. And now, yeah. it's time for the uh, movie corner. I've got two. Or, t- or, or, or TV. Pardon. Or TV. Or TV. Have you got TV? I've seen. I've, no, I've got. A, I've got a TV and a film. Ooh. Okay. Do you want to go first? Yeah, because um, you're a lot more in depth than me, and I think people enjoy listening to you. So I'll I'll just get mine out of the way. I went to go and see the Darkest Hour. Ah, oh, the new uh, Churchill, Gary Oldman. Yeah, yeah, Gary Oldman. Wow. Um, where do I start? 
Gary Oldman, what a performance. Um, how they did, I mean, I, I learned I learned afterwards that he used to take four hours every time they were shooting to do his makeup. I mean. Did he look like him? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. There's a scene where, like, you can see him in, like, the shadows and, like, he's, like, where the king comes to see him. And it's 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 Winston Churchill. It's just all over Winston Churchill. Um, so it's, like, the first ten days of his... Um, is of his time as Prime Minister of the UK during a time where Britain were all on their own trying to fight Nazi Germany and the decisions that go on the problems he has with people on the backbenches hmm. people within his cabinet he, he tried to like he, his war cabinet he made up of like his enemies um, so you had obviously like Neville Chamberlain who, who resigned that year which prompted and he was you know, still in the cabinet Churchill. yeah he put him in all they wanted was to try and get a peace treaty. Um, this is just history, I'm telling you now. And just the way they kind of they set the scene and the way they they filmed it, it's just it was brilliant. I mean, it's not it's not the biggest action film you'll ever go and see. It's really not that at all. It's all about it's, the drama, the drama, the dialogue. Really, really good film. If you like, I can't imagine it would appeal to too many people unless you're a bit of a history buff or someone who just likes uh, films that kind of represent a time a certain time period. But. Um, they did a really good job with this. Do you feel like it could have been edited with Dunkirk to make like a mega movie? They would have had to have changed a lot about. They could have because it stops at Dunkirk. Oh, it stops at so Dunkirk. Oh, okay. It stops just before they're about to do it because he Churchill rings up and and does like a royal order to do the. Um, they would have they to do that. They would have to have shot Churchill bit in a different way. Okay. Because the Churchill film doesn't solely kind of have like really strong characters in the sense of like Dunkirk has like very large speaking roles for like say four characters. Yeah. And it's based all around that. It's like less action. I mean, yeah, there's obviously action, there's planes flying around and you've got, you know, Tom Hardy in a plane. That's all like in the in the background. Whereas the Churchill film is all about him and what's going on around him. I'd say the the, uh, the actress that plays his wife. See, I, I didn't even I didn't even um, research what any of the ac- actors or actresses' names are. Um, but the just they they would have had, I think they would they would they would have had to completely have changed the way that either Dunkirk was filmed or yeah it's yes yeah, um, was it Kristen Kristen Scott Thomas she put, do you know do you oh, ever yeah. remember do you remember she played John Lennon's uh, mom in Nowhere Boy? That's right, I remember her. Um, and then you got Lily James, who played his secretary, kind of like his typist. Mm. Yeah. Um, they would. They just would have. I think they just, they just would have had to change the way that Darkest Hour was shot. I think it could have worked as a mega movie. Do you think? Um, but I wouldn't want to see them shave anything off the two films. Would you? Uh, but, but, but would you go to the cinema to watch it, or are you happy to wait? Should people rush to go and see it, or wait till it's out on Netflix or whatever? Well, I think you'd have to rush out and see it because it's 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 only on for another week. No, but I mean, is it? If I'm, it if came, got... it, it came to it came to the UK after um, after the states. It came to the states in on, in November. It's weird, isn't it? But do you know what? It's it's it, it's done all right. It, the budget was thirty million. It's made sixty one. So hmm. very good, very good. Um... I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about a TV series that I watched. And it's lesser known, so you may not have seen it, but it started out on Channel Four way back when, maybe four years ago, and the original title title of it was Scrotal Recall, and it was based about this guy who got chlamydia and he was contacting 
Um, all his ex-girlfriends to let them know he had chlamydia and sounds quite gross, doesn't it? But it's not. Yeah, really. Does. Scrotal recall. Exactly. All right. So it's picked up by uh, Netflix a few years later, and they changed the name of it to Lovesick because, yeah, exactly. When you oh, hear yeah. the word scrotal recall, it just doesn't give the Net- series justice either because it is Netflix. Netflix have been doing this a lot recently. They've been picking up a lot of Channel Four stuff. Yeah, they have. So when when they pick up the Channel Four stuff, the distribution rights. Netflix are now putting it on Netflix. Obviously, they're, they're putting it in the states and they're calling it Netflix Originals. Did you know that? But it's actually not a Netflix original. It's a Channel Four. Channel Four, like they do a lot. To be fair, they do a lot of good shit. And but I yeah. think to have Netflix Originals, they're part of the production in some way. That's what I read. Yeah, yeah, they must be. Yeah. They, well, I know they give a lot sourced. of funding for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Channel Four's uh, Channel Four. A very, they have a very good, they have very good uh, production staff. They clearly do. They do very good documentaries. They do very good TV shows. A lot of the TV shows that we we know and love. A lot of the TV shows that Americans love as well. They're usually like Channel Four lottery funded films. Hmm. And I think Netflix, obviously, they they give them a big cash cash injection to produce the things for them because obviously they can't be everywhere at once, can they? That is very true. Uh, so that got rebranded. It's called Lovesick. Uh, the third series dropped at the beginning of the year. If it, I don't say this about many series, but if it ends there, I'm happy. Um, yeah. I just think another series would just... There's no need. I think it's... There's three series now. You've sort of followed this story. Um, the, the, the main story arc is... Um, it's him and his best mate and this girl that all live together. And basically, the main guy and the girl have sort of been together in the past. They love each other, but whenever they're single... Um, the other one's taken, and it's always a to and fro between them two. Um, Where's it set? Glasgow, but it's British. Okay. It's everyone. They're all in Glasgow, but they're all British actors. Um, they just speak like Londoners, whatever. But it's good. It's nice. It's light-hearted. It's easy to watch. It can be really funny in parts. I'd, I'd recommend watching it. It's a good little series. But I'm I'm comfortable with it finishing where it is. I don't think there's a need for another series. But if you're just looking for some short 25 minute episodes, I'd give it a watch. It's worth doing. Cool. Yeah. You happy? We're very. Uh, I think yeah. I think we're very Netflix orientated nowadays. I, I, I also uh, Amazon Prime. We've got some good stuff as well. They've been they've been stepping up their game, and I imagine they're filming a lot of stuff this year because they need to step it up. Amazon, yeah. Yeah, and you know that you can't, you can't not, you can't talk about how well Netflix is doing without obviously discussing the behemoth that is Amazon. They're not going to be too far behind. No, they're not. But I'm, I'm maybe because I don't have Amazon, I'm just less inclined to watch the stuff that's on there. But there are some quality series that have come out, like American Gods. I really enjoyed Mr. Robot. Viking not... Vikings is fantastic. How many seasons are there of Vikings nowadays? I'm, I'm watching the fifth now. Really? Fucking hell! Got some doing on. Well, that. Technic- it's te- technically the six because season four was like two. Mm. For some reason. Okay, fine. Well, that's it. That's um, episode thirty-nine wrapped up, guys. Again, thank you very much for listening. If you uh, if you want to contact us, how do how do we do how do we do it, Mav? Well, you can. You can add, well, obviously, we love your feedback and support, so you can subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. iTunes is. It's the most important, most important uh, part of uh, us getting out there. Really, um, you can also subscribe and listen to us on Google Play if you're in front, if you're in Canada and the USA. Just search uh, Northern Scouse, and you can do the same thing on TuneIn Radio and Stitcher. 
Um, you can tweet us at North and Scouse or email us North and Scouse Podcast at gmail.com on throw us a like on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash North and Scouse. Wonderful. And if you've got a particular subject you want to talk about or a top five thing that you want us to rank, let us know. Just tweet us. All right. But that's it. Yeah, that, that, that'd be fantastic. What would you like to see a top five of? Yeah. Let us know. Thank you very much for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. See you later. Bye.